0: Check, check. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 136. one thirty six. We are back. It was a very interesting weekend. Uh, we are here. This weekend we dealt with the curfew of 8 o'clock. <laughs> Which by Sunday, the mayor was like, oh, it's over with. Don't worry about it. You, you can go outside again. We are, uh, did a soft opening today. Construction workers are back. Um... They told us fucking outdoor movie theaters. Like, where's a the drive-in theater, bro? Where the fuck is that? In Brooklyn. In in the Queen Maybe in Queens they got one. How I many of those exist in New York at this point? Anyway, nail salons and hair shops is not open. Um, they said retail for local pickup, whatever the fuck that means. I guess if you order something online and do store pickup, you can go get it. Uh, okay. <laughs> whatever. That's still, you can't shop still, like, you can't go in the store and browse and do things normal people like to do. Not New York, anyway. So, anyway, we're here. Today is June 8th, 2020. And as of today, um, summer's here, man. Like, this weekend was hot. It was in the 80s. It rained and it stopped. and The sun came back out and it was nice and humid. And then yesterday was a little cooler But today is supposed to be a little, you know, a little nice, and the world seems like it's changing a little bit. Day by day, it seems like we're making some progress with our protests, and the loots have stopped, the looting and the riots have slowed up, and we now are at a point where they're starting to listen, okay? Um, Certain things have been passed through government, through certain cities. Minneapolis has got rid of a few things, and um, funding for police is going down, and a lot of change is coming with our, our, our message and our our, our 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 diligence to the to the to the cause, and I'm really really proud of my people that um we got it together and we not stopping. Um, huge salute to Los Angeles and their protest yesterday. Over fifty thousand people. Um, if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, the artwork is that image because wow, <laughs> like. Wow, like we did that, and I'm not saying we as black, I'm saying we as non-racist people. Now what I really want to drive home today is that the war is not against white people, it is not against different races, the war is on racism, racism, that is it. If you are white and you are not racist, we love you. If you are a racist, fuck you. That's the whole message. I don't want people to continue to try to make this a black and white thing because it is not black and white. It is racist against non racists because it's not a race thing. They are white people that do not are not racist. So we cannot sit here and say it's them. It's not them. It's the racist. So if the racist is them, if them is the racist, then yes, it's them. But it's not black, black and white. Okay? We're not excluding nobody from protesting with us. It is not it's not about that. Okay? Now I'm seeing more white people protesting than black people, and that is a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. Like some people say, "Oh, that makes me sad that my people are out there." No, no, we're, it's not about that. See, that's the problem. The problem is when you draw the line. You don't draw a line, with no, we are all one. We are all the human race. If these white people are against racism, and it just so happens that racism is mostly against us, and they said, "Yo, that's it's fucked up, and we ride with you," then why they let them ride? Come through, yo. We love y'all. Pull up. Let's do this together. We are all. We need. We need everybody. We need all hands on deck. This shit is crazy. We got a racist president in the office. He's wildin'. Okay? Now, the racist white people is what got him in there. You see how many people are coming together at this time? I don't think Trump will get that second term this time around. Now, all year I've been saying, he he's going to get a second term. He's definitely going to get a second term. But now, with the awareness that the world has through this quarantine, and being that everybody can focus on one thing now without the distractions of sports and television and work and, like, just nonsense news that doesn't mean anything. Like the blogs have to cover real shit now. They don't care about who future baby mother is no more. Everything they covering right now is real life shit. And that is what they should have been doing from day one. But it's okay because we're here now. And you know, we gotta appreciate the times we're living in. And um understand that we are the grass we are the root of the change that's gonna be the tree of freedom that grows out of our soil that we're putting in right now. The groundwork we're putting in is gonna bloom a tree. A world full of trees of freedom and self-expression and love in this world. That's what we need, love. We need love more than anything. All of this hate has been taking over the world for too long, okay? We're going to be dealing with 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 a pandemic, allegedly, okay? I don't know what that was about. Corona seems like secondary news at this point. And who would have thought that a deadly virus could be stopped by people just waking up and saying, yo, man, you know what? That virus ain't, 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 ain't got a color. That virus ain't got a gender. It's just a virus. And people die from it, yes, but there's more important shit going on out here. We cannot stay trapped in the house when there's shit like this going on in the world. And it's been happening for years. But because of the distractions of your everyday-to-day life, bills and work and, oh, I got to watch the game tonight. You don't really care about what's going on in the news because there's other things to distract you. Now, there is no sports. Now, you cannot go to a restaurant. Now, you can't just go get drunk every weekend with your friends. You have to fucking pay attention to what's going on around you. And if you put a pick up a social media uh, app and look anywhere on it, you're seeing our protest frontline every single day. And that is what we needed more than anything. So, yeah, corona might be around, but that shit ain't important no more. We've been dealing with that since March. It is now June. Fuck all of that, man. There's real shit going on. There are people killing people for no reason. It's wrong. There are people killing black people just because of the skin and color, and color in 2020. What the fuck? This is unbelievable, but we going to change that. So, firstly, I want to get into my list. I wrote shit down this week, man. Terry Crews, you can eat a fucking dick, you big muscular fuck. This guy is an asshole, bro. What is up with t- Terry Crews? You know who Terry Crews is. Terry Crews is the dude, OG, triple OG, Friday after next, big diesel gay nigga. This nigga always making his chest jump in, in Wayne's movies or some shit. He's always been some big muscular fuck standing in the background and training. day, just looking tough with his bald ass. This motherfucker got on Twitter and had the nerve to say, I don't even want to read this shit. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to read it because I have to because this is a platform i to speak on and express myself. So I'm going to read this tweet from Terry Crews. I just seen this this morning. Apparently, this was yesterday. I didn't see this yesterday, but today I seen it. Terry Crews says in his tweet, Defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. Like it or not, we are all in this together. Now, this is the problem with this tweet. This is the problem. Where the fuck did he get in his mind that black people were trying to be superior to anybody? Okay? What is black supremacy? That doesn't exist, my nigga. What is name black supremacy? Not in America. Black supremacy? And then he goes on to argue... Right? He goes on to argue (laughs) with Amanda Seals and the other his co-worker from Everybody Hates Chris. Um, right? So now he says the next tweet says any black person who calls me a coon or Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist supremist. Because they have determined who's black and who's not. So now Tyler James Williams, who played on Everybody Hates Chris, he was Chris. He says, I'm not trying to call you out, Terry Crews. You know it's all love always, but we're rightfully angry right now and fed up with anyone not with our cause wholeheartedly. I don't want to see that energy pointed your way or diverted from the cause. Right? Beautiful message. Respectful and honest. Right? Terry Crews' response, I understand, Tyler. I'm not saying black supremacy exists because it doesn't. I'm saying if both black and whites don't continue to work together, bad attitudes and resentments can create a dangerous self-righteous Self-righteousness, that's all. Godfrey, comedian Godfrey. Salute to Godfrey, man. He's been holding us down through this thing. A lot of people are digging up these Vlad interviews he did years ago and finding that he's been on his on his game. Uh, Godfrey, the comedian, says, I love you as a friend, Brother Terry, but I disagree with you 100%. No such thing as black supremacy? That is a tactic that racist whites use to counteract our rebellion to their horrific treatment of us. It's called gaslighting. Black pride isn't anti-white, and that is true. Because somebody says I'm pro-black does not mean I'm anti-white. It means I support my culture. I I support my culture. I live within my culture. I do not subscribe to your culture. Your culture is not mine. I'm not adapting to your ways because I am a black man. My life and my circumstances are completely different from yours. So who am I to whitewash myself as a black man to be fooled to think that I'm equal to people that have held me down for 450 years? We are not equal yet. And this is why we are out there. We are not being treated right yet, and that's why we out there. The laws are not on our side. That's why we out there every day. It's been 13 days now. We still out there. We not stopping. All right, you convicted those four cops. Cool. What about the other two that killed that pushed down that old man? That was a white man they pushed down. It doesn't matter if he was black or black. He was wrong. This man fell. This is an elderly 77-year-old man. And I believe if you watched the video, he had one of the riot helmets, and he was trying to hand it back to them. But instead of saying, oh, thank you, they pushed this man, saying, oh, he fell. You pushed him backwards. They didn't know what was behind him. You pushed him. He's 77. You didn't have to have any physical touch. Why do the police feel they have to put their hands on people? You don't fucking touch me. I didn't touch you. What are you touching me for? Who the fuck told you? If I go up to a civilian and I touch them, that's against the law. You cannot touch people. Who the fuck told you you could just push people down? This man falls, he's bleeding out of his ear. That means he has brain hemorrhaging. That is serious. Now, if this man dies, what's happening to these cops? They were suspended. Suspended? 57 other cops quit and and protest of the two cops that were suspended for that. Good! Get the fuck out of here. Fuck y'all. We need another 57 to do the same fucking thing. The more of y'all get the fuck out the way, the better off we got a better chance of beating your ass in the street without facing life. Because you're not a cop no more. Now you're a civilian, and it's just battery. Now I can fuck you up. And if you shoot me, I'm going to shoot back. Get the fuck out of here. But this is, this is the Terry Crews, nigga. Um, I agree. I'm not discussing white people here. There are gatekeepers of blackness within our own community who decide who's black and who's not. I have often been called out for not being black enough. How can that be? You just proved it, my nigga. Look at the shit you're saying. And there's no such thing as gatekeeper saying who's black and who's not. You're a black man in the eyes of everybody. All right? Your words. Your words. Oh, shit. Your words is the problem. Your words are the problem, uh, Terry Crews. All right? So fuck you and fuck your standpoint and fuck whatever the fuck you was trying to say. This is not the time for you to chime in with this bullshit. This is not it. This is not the time for that, bro. All right? So that's 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 my other... It's uh, my first little... Uh, trigger point there. The Tasso T guy. He's done. He's done. Thank fucking God. They got this. He said that stupid shit. This man went live. And he said all lives matter. My brother. you prom- you You employ. Thousands of African American women. That sell your product faithfully. That make you a lot of money. Daily. And you had the nerve to come on this platform and say all lives matter, knowing what black people are facing right now. That is very irresponsible and very self-proving that who you really are. Now we know who you are. A lot of people are exposing themselves, and it's beautiful because we didn't even have to do anything. You didn't have to say that, but you did. Same shit with Drew Brees. Drew Brees want to apologize now. Fuck your apology, Drew Brees. Okay? We watching you now. You apologize, thank you. But I don't trust you no more. You don't try. I don't trust you no more. You you said it, then you try to come and apologize, then you double down on it, then you go post a picture with two black hand, a black and white hand held together. With get the fuck out of here, man. Y'all can forgive Drew Brees. I will not. I heard what you said. You meant what you said. Don't take it back because you seen the fucking the 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 fucking uh, uh the outrage after your statements about your grandfathers and a fucking flag. Fuck that shit. Okay. Black people went to World War II as well. Motherfucker. We came home to nothing. They spit on us. Your grandfather. I don't give a fuck about your... Fuck you and your grandfathers, nigga. Um. But the Tassel T. I'm sick of seeing that shit all day. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. (laughs) Mainly because social media don't give a fuck about nothing you selling right now. So if you got something for sale and your page is not dedicated to that, people are not interested. All right. So that goes for your, your Fashion Nova ads. That goes for your little fucking Tasso T-Posts. We don't care. We got something to do out here. Um, let's see. New Zealand is 100% corona-free, and they have eliminated the social distancing measures. Um, salute to New Zealand for getting it together and getting it right. There are other countries that have completely got rid of corona as well. Uh, it's a great thing. That, that, that's hopeful. And that shows that um we can do it too. And we will get there. We'll get there. New York is getting better. Every week we get better. We got lower numbers. We are ready to reopen now. We were the last city to probably reopen at this point. But that's okay. Um, Things take time. This is a big city. We have a lot of people here. We got to take the, the right steps. And I think Governor uh, Governor Cuomo is doing an excellent job Um, with his platform. Now that he's being seen daily, he is absolutely crushing it. Cuomo for president. I wish he could run <laughs> maybe 2024. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if Biden is going to be our guy. It's looking like that's who we have left to vote for. Uh, I mean, anything outside of Trump is a, is a plus right now. Um, So, you know, we just want to change your presidency. We don't, we, Trump cannot, he cannot get another four years. We This world will burn. This world will burn. It took him four years to do this. Imagine another four. Imagine another four. We had a pandemic, okay? There are riots and loots in the street, and there is social injustice going on everywhere. All through this man's four years of presidency. This is crazy. Now, and I'm not saying he he, he he like, it's his fault, because there were police killings when Obama was in office. But Obama would speak on these things and support the families and, and, and give kind words to those people. Obama stood for us and his own people. Trump is a piece of shit. He doesn't see people as people. He sees white. He sees money. That's all he sees. He is a racist, and he is a fucking piece of shit. Okay? Fuck Donald Trump. And I'm just, you know, you don't pray for anybody's downfall. But I, you know, it would be really cool if something happened to that guy. You know? It'd be really cool if the news came on and it just said Donald Trump broke his leg or something. They'd be like, oh, good. Good for his fucking ass. He broke his leg. Great. But no. No, nothing's happening to him. He's healthy. His wig doesn't move in the wind. I don't. I hate this fucker. I hate him. Um, yeah, we want Cuomo for president for sure. Loud. Uh, let's get into the donations. Kanye West. Oh, Kanye. Kanye West is looking very good right now in the eyes of the black community. He is doing the right things. He is staying silent, which is beautiful. Kanye West. This is it. You don't got to say nothing. See, Kanye, we don't want to hear from you because he say, wild shit. We just don't know what he's going to say. We never know what Kanye's going to say. We don't know. This nigga's unpredictable. This man will get on TV and say slavery was a choice and have black people like, nigga, did you know what you just did? You just set all of our movements back three years. And three years ago when he said that, he did. He said this right after Kaepernick took a knee. He said this right when we were trying to get shit going. You, as a black man, sided with Trump. It hurt us, Kanye. And that's why I stopped supporting him right there. I never bought another Kanye nothing. Not a shirt, not a sneaker, not a nothing. Now I'm looking at the ease a little bit different now. Because now it's like, okay, I like Kanye, what you're doing? He also donated $2 million. He also paid for George Floyd's daughter college tuition. Kanye's doing the right thing. And now I'm seeing rumors. I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if it's confirmed. I don't know if it's from Kanye, but I know it's from GLC. One of the people very close to him. Has said Kanye was only buddying up to Trump to get innocent black people out of jail. Now, if this is true, Kanye, damn it, you better run for president, boy. You if you doing stuff like that, <laughs> if you if Kanye's really if he was really an undercover agent for us the whole time, because Kim be getting black people out of jail for a minute now. She got about how many, seven, nine, seven eight people out. Couple women, a bunch of dudes, innocent black men convicted. She's getting them out. And if that if Kanye's whole plight of wearing that red hat was that was his goal, then I salute it. But if it was not, I can't respect it. But that's the rumor that Kanye was doing all that buddy buddy in the Trump just to get his way, you know, with with what he was trying to work on in in, in the background. And that's beautiful. Um, we've seen Jay Cole at another protest yesterday. we seen Russell Westbrook, Demar Derozan, and Cal and, and Compton. Kendrick Lamar popped out. Uh, who else came out there? fucking a lot of people was out there man let me go through this list um a lot of basketball players Giannis Antetokounmpo was in Milwaukee um and, you know Milwaukee Chicago is like neighbors so that's good to see him in the community doing things um Kanye West was also at a protest um he looked a little nervous but he was there he had security as he should but he was there <laughs> um now we have yet to see Colin Kaepernick, at any protest. Now, I'm not saying he has to do any protest. He doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do. Um, I'm just saying it would be nice to see the person that kind of, like, stood for this years ago to come out and be amongst his people. I know Colin Kaepernick has a foundation. People have been donating millions of dollars to him. Not to him, but to his, his charity. Um, and it would be nice just to see him come out with a thank you for your donations to the cause, or just to come out and say, hey, guys, I see what we're doing. Let's keep going. I'll stand with you. I'm coming out there. Damian Lillard was in Portland. Um, It's just been everybody. Everybody's been out here, man, and it's like we would really like to see Colin Kaepernick. We would really like to see him at a protest. We want to hear his voice. I know he's made statements through his social media, through his publicists and his team, and I know he's doing a lot of charitable things, and I I commend him, and I, I respect it. But I want to see you, too, bro. I want to see you. Now, y'all know, usually I got a lot of smoke for Cap, But the thing with me and Kaepernick is like this. At first, when he did that, I was 100% with Kaepernick. 100%. Because it was foul how they wouldn't allow him to take a knee during the National Anthem and would find this man all of this stuff. Now, what people don't understand about the whole Kaepernick thing is people assume because he took a knee, he was put out of football. To the naked eye, that's how it seems. And if that was the case, then you have every right to feel how you feel. Now, let's look at facts. The facts is Colin Kaepernick was not a starting quarterback in the NFL at that time. Colin Kaepernick was not playing actively at that time. He was a third-string quarterback at that time. Okay? He was washed up. Right? Now you got a guy who hasn't played football in four years, and because he was right back then, they want to give him an opportunity now. He was right from the jump. He was never wrong. He was never in the wrong. I take this knee for police brutality in this country. Until this country does right by everybody, I'm going to take a knee until that flag. And it was never about the national anthem. I I got a DM this morning. Somebody said, oh, he didn't want to stand. It had nothing to do with the national anthem. It was the flag, which is why Drew Brees said what he said. Okay? That is why. He didn't stand for the flag. It had nothing to do with the national anthem. You want people to change the national anthem, you're out of your fucking mind. That song's been around forever. Nobody's going to do that. But that flag, Connor said, I'm not standing for that flag. Fuck that. It's my right to take a knee. And some people did follow him. I another three or four football players. A couple of them was on his team, took a knee with him. But you got to understand, the NFL is a selfish league. This league is predominantly owned by white people, right? There's no black owners in the NFL. No black man owns a football team, right? Because if they did, every black player would just want to play for that team. Right or wrong. And they wouldn't be wrong. But it makes you think, why why everybody so selfish? We got billionaires and all of this shit, like, why Jay-Z never tried to buy a football team? Maybe that's what he's doing when he's next to Roger Goodell. And we gotta be over here talking about how could you be next to the NFL? Let Jay-Z work. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Jay-Z might be trying to buy a franchise, and it's a process to that. So, yeah, I might have to buddy-buddy up with this guy to get in there. And then when I get in there and I start moving my influence around and they start saying, hey, Jay, you want to buy a team? The Carolina Panthers are looking to sell. I'll buy it. I'll take it. Now, Jay-Z buys the Carolina Panthers. You Do you know he would be the first black NFL team owner? That's history. That is black excellence. We don't know if that was Jay-Z's entire thing. Maybe Kaepernick shit got in the way of that. Maybe Jay had those plans in motion prior to Kaepernick taking the knee and the knee made the, the, the NFL say, well, all these black people are trying to swindle us. So let's just not get, lose focus here. Now, the thing with me and Kaepernick was you took the knee for us. Love it. Salute. People thought he was kicked out in black ball from the NFL for that. That is not true. Connor Kaepernick left the team on his own. He was not fired. He was not cut. He left the team with, on his own. Nobody fired him. They didn't fire him for that. They fired him for that. They uh, it would have been a super lawsuit. He would have owned the 49ers. But that did not happen. Colin said, okay, I can't take a knee. Y'all telling me go? They told Colin, yo, you want to take a knee? Stay in the, runway, stay in the hallway and do it. Or just don't come out. He was like, no, I'm coming out. And they were like, oh, but you come out. We're going to find you every game. Well, you know what? Fuck y'all. I quit. That's what happened. So now after that, no other team wanted him. That's blackballing? You quit. You could have easily stayed on the team, but they wanted you to stop protesting. You said no. I'm not going to stop. You know what? If y'all are not going to let me do this and y'all going to fine me for my right, I quit. The reason he won the lawsuit is because they cannot tell him not to take a knee. Any player can take a knee. They cannot tell him that. You cannot tell me not to have a peaceful protest at the, at the fucking National Anthem. That is why Colin sued. They broke his rights. My right, is says it, and you could Google it. Any player can do that, and they will not be fine because that is fine. There is nothing wrong with that. They, he, they, they told him, you're going to go to the locker room. You're not going to do this on our field. He said, no, you can't tell me that. All right, well, I quit, and I'm suing you. Well, fuck it. Let's go to court. He won. They settled. We don't know the uh, details of his settlement. I'm pretty sure there's a non-disclosure agreement, an NDA in place, where he cannot disclose the amount given and disclose the details of this case because that would eventually leave him open to be re-sued. Now, I don't know how deep people looked into this. I know a lot of things are surface level. with Most of you, you don't do information. You look at Instagram, you look at memes, and you read these posts from the Shade Room and all these other places that you... It's, not, it's bullshit. Do your own research. Look into things, okay? My issue with Colin Kaepernick was because you did all of that, right? You said it was for us. You got sued. I mean, you sued. You won. You were quiet after that. Out of your, your, your uh, mistreatment by the NFL, you got endorsement deals from Nike which he already had, but now they're giving you product, meaning we're going to sell a Kaepernick jersey. He's no longer in the NFL. We're just going to make a jersey with his number and his name, and we're going to sell it, and it's all black. People ate that shit up. We're going to give you a sneaker, an Air Force One, with your little fucking Afro picture in the back. People ate that shit up. Colin was quiet this entire time through this. You get an NFL tryout where 20 teams gave you a fair shot. Something in the contract stood out to you that said, oh, no, I'm not signing that. And you know what? I'm going to go do my own workout where two fucking teams came. You had your own camera. You went live on YouTube when they had you at the Falcons facility when they laid it out for you to do your thing. And then the workout he did on YouTube was trash. You went and got your own receivers when they had gave you NFL receivers. Yo, you got NFL receivers that catch footballs for a living here to catch your passes. Go on YouTube and watch that Colin Kaepernick workout. You tell me if he belongs in the NFL. Oh, he could be in the NFL. He's not going to play. So you guys want Colin Kaepernick to get put back in the NFL to ride the bench again, which is what he was already doing? That is your, what y'all fighting for? And I've seen some shit from TMZ. Martin Luther King III said Kaepernick needs to be on a team. What team is he going to help? He hasn't played in four years. Can we be real? Can we be real or are we just going to keep it blind because we're black? Now, black people follow a lot of things blindly because of race. Once race is involved, black people turn off all logic and everything they want because they're black. No, it's wrong. It's not, everything is not black and white. Some things are straight one color. And this issue, it was all black. It had nothing to do with the white. Colin Kaepernick used his race to his advantage. That is my problem with him. You got all this money. You did all of this shit allegedly for us. And now that we are here protesting for days, you haven't made the chance to, to go to one. What city are you living in, Kaepernick? Where are you? This, this, all 50 states have protested. He's not been at one. 18 countries have protested. He's not been in one. So, wherever you are, Colin Kaepernick, you could have easily protested. There are people that are busier than you, that are more important than you, that are out here. And you're not. And you people follow him blindly because he took a knee four years ago. What have you done for me lately? Oh, well, I donated. And I said, anybody in Minneapolis that gets arrested, I'm going to bail them out. Cool. Go out there with them. Stand with them. Get arrested with them. Martin Luther King went to jail. Many times for his beliefs. He was arrested, beaten, and even killed for what he believed in. Is Colin Kaepernick about it? I don't think so. But you act like you were when it was your time, to be, when the shit was about you. You made that about you. That is why no team wanted you. You made the shit about you. Think about it in a business sense. You have a team. One of the players on my team who was known because he took us to a Super Bowl two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, right? He took us to an NFL Super Bowl. We almost won that shit. The next year, we was a game away from the Super Bowl. Oh, we're going to pay Colin Kaepernick. He's great. They paid him $86 million, $13 million, which was guaranteed. Now, the NFL, you don't get all your money right up front. They're not giving you all that money. Baseball, I think, the only sport, they give you everything. Here, here's a check for $270 million. Enjoy. Football, you got to meet some of your contract terms to get your pay. So, Colin Kaepernick, if you were a starter, right, we paid you like a starting quarterback. Now your third string, guess what? That contract is in jeopardy, brother. Nobody wants that contract, can't trade him. Who wants that for a third string? So he's stuck. Now, people don't know sports, and people don't know fucking contracts, so they just talk shit. Who's taking that contract on for Conor Kaepernick? A third string quarterback that was overpaid because he had two good seasons. No, you're stuck now. You're going to sit here on the bench until your contract rides out because that's the only choice we have for you. If your two people in front of you get hurt, we'll give you another chance. But right now, no. We can't use you. So you're going to ride that pine. And then you take a third string quarterback who used to be nice. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick used to be good, man. He was a man for us for a couple of years. So now that same guy comes back to training camp. He's hurt already. Season started. He was fucked up. So he didn't protest during preseason. Season starts. your third string. You're Colin Kaepernick. Hey, is that Colin Kaepernick taking a knee? Damn, that's a big ass afro. You want attention on yourself. When Colin Kaepernick was a star in the NFL, none of this was going on. He didn't take a knee when he was going to the Super Bowl. He wasn't speaking out on black rights when he was at the podium for the Super Bowl. When you was winning and you had your season, nigga, and you was a, a, a top of the, top, top quarterback, you wasn't standing like this. It wasn't until shit fell apart that you wanted to make shit about you. Now you want every, all attention on you. No, you don't do that. This is a team of 52 players. All these players have careers. You're not going to get in the way of all these people's careers. You're not going to become a distraction to this franchise. So no, you go in the locker room with that shit. If you want to take a knee, don't come out for the national anthem. You got a problem with that, you can quit. And that's what he did. So where the fuck do y'all get off saying he was mistreated? He had a job. You go to your job and tell him what the fuck you're not going to do. How long are you going to have that job? How long that job going to treat you right? You think other, other jobs are going to hear that and say, oh, I'll take them shit. He could do that bullshit here. Oh, no. You're not going to do that here. So if you're a third-string quarterback, now this is not – I can see if Cap was Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony was blackballed. Carmelo Anthony could still play, and they wouldn't put him on any team. That was bullshit. And it had nothing to do with race. It was Melo. They hated Melo. Why? Because Dolan screwed him up with every owner in the league. Oh, this guy, he don't want to do nothing. This guy, he he just this, he's that. Really? Melo was still good. He was still a bucket. And they, they shitted on him. Melo could start right now on any a lot of teams in the league, which he does. So Kaepernick wasn't that. His talent was diminished. Okay? He wasn't even in the NFL that long. He was only in the NFL, maybe what, five, six years? This was not a, 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 a like a, excuse me, this was not a Cam Newton situation. Cam Newton is, right now, shit, if you want to be... Technical, Cam Newton being blackballed. Cam Newton is still in his prime, still young. He's not on the team. He's a free agent. Why is nobody standing up for, for Cam Newton? Because Cam Newton is not making it about race. Cam Newton is working out. Cam Newton is making it about football. He's not making it about race because he's washed. Because Cam Newton can start right now on a team, and he knows that. Kaepernick was at the end of his rope. What can I do to make some money? I gonna, if I leave, I don't get my contract. How can I get that money? I got to sue him. I got to make it about race. That's all I have is the race card. And I'm not going against the black plight. And I'm not trying to be anti-black or none of that shit. I'm not trying to be a Terry Crews right now. I'm going with logic. And I want people to kind of wake up to what the fuck he's doing. Y'all can trust Cap. I do not. That's all I got to say about him. In time, the truth will come out. And if I'm wrong, I pray I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I want Cap to prove me wrong. I want him to be right. And every step of the way. Because he stood for us. So what he's doing is genuine. Prove it to me. You're not just going to do that shit and just go run off. Prove it to me that you're genuine and that you're really about us. And if you're not, I don't fuck with it, bro. Right now, I don't trust it. So he got to prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, cap. <clears throat> anyway. Floyd Mayweather. Salute. paid for the funeral for George Floyd. Didn't want to not say that. Um... Now, this 6ix9ine and Akon shit, oh man, Akon, what the fuck, man, like, Styles P is gonna snuff you, <laughs> Styles P is gonna snuff Akon next time he run into him, and hey, yo, dog, you put 6ix9ine on my shit, I mean, I know it's your song, but I was on that, like, you forgot, you got Styles P, one of the most proudest black rappers we have, on your record called Locked Up, as a black man that did time, and you gonna go let, give the rights to that record to Takashi 6ix9ine? Akon, what the fuck are you doing, Akon? We love you, bro. You, you. Much does Akon do for Africa and black people, nah, I'm not saying 6ix9ine six is Latino, so he would not see part of us. The Latinos is us, but damn, bro, like this ain't the time. <laughs> right now, it's a little hot. You know, there's a lot going on in the world to uh, to add to the distractions. Do not entertain this kid. Please stop like posting, reposting this nigga. DJ Academic's is all in this nigga house. Academics, do you know people will hurt you? You are playing the fire. People will hurt you to get to him. Why would you put yourself in the line of fire for him? You see that this internet shit got people losing their fucking mind. Academics, you are not a dude that people will protect and fight for. People don't like you, bro. They all, I know you, like you hide, you don't go places and shit. Do you want to continue to live your life this way? To the point where somebody will see you and will hurt you because they're ignorant and think that 6ix9ine shit is a personal thing to them. That shit has nothing to do with nobody. None of y'all niggas have... Unless y'all related to them niggas, he got locked up. This is none of y'all fucking business. To be real. And I don't know why people care so much. But Akon. Come on, Akon. Like, we we love you, man. <laughs> I love Akon. I love his music. I love everything he does for the community. I love what he does for his people. I love Akon. But this is not it. Bro, don't give him that record. Give it to Tori. Now you got Tori and Spectacular beefing on Instagram. This is not the time for us to be beefing. We gotta be together right now, damn it! <laughs> but um, that's all I got. That was some little stupid shit I seen. Um, let's see what else we got here. I spoke about LA. All right, all right, all right. Insecure. Oh man. Um, now listen. I know it's Monday. I know people probably have not seen Insecure. Everybody haven't watched it. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to spoil the show too much, but I will talk on the events of the episode. I, it confirms something to me that I've always known, and that is women being full-on relationships with their friends. Not in no sexual way, not in no homosexual way, but they treat their friends like their boyfriends. Ladies, whoever your best friend is, if you have another friend or you make a new friend and you spend more time with that friend... Your other friend is now feeling away. You are cheating on her, just by making a friend. <laughs> Women are shitty friends. Shitty friends. They are shitty. They hate on each other. They talk shit about each other. Like you see it with Molly and and and, and uh, Issa. Like the whole, uh, the episode was going well as we, well, well, we thought it was going good. They linked up. They had brunch. They talked. Never really talked about their issues, but they did speak, and it was very fake, which Molly and Molly recognized. I don't think Issa did so much because Issa was not, didn't know how Molly really felt, and it was very hard for her to read through it if you're not going to tell me what the fuck is going on. So now they go, you know, she was supposed to help what's her name move. Oh, and Issa and, and Lawrence getting back together is crazy. Um, it's interesting. Like, when the episode started, I thought that was a flashback or a dream, but I knew that was Lawrence's new apartment. But I thought Issa was just doing her little daydream shit, but it wasn't. So, um Issa and, and, and Lawrence are back together now. Like, for real. Like, it's, it's serious. Uh, he actually asked about Condola. Condola's out of here. Um, she told him about old boy, the light-skinned boy, dude. Um, now, Issa had to go help him move. And, you know, she hasn't seen him in a while. And she's been with Lawrence for a little while now. So she's a little bit weird around him. Now, this is a guy she was consistently sleeping with. And now she's with Lawrence and she can't sleep with this guy anymore. So it's awkward. Uh, he asked to help her move. She, uh, He asked her to help him move. And she, did, she didn't want to do it, really. She was like, I don't know how I feel about it. She spoke to Lawrence. Lawrence didn't really trip about it too tough. Um, even though you would think he would be super insecure about... Issa chilling with a dude she used to fuck again? Like, is that's how she cheated on him last time? So it's like, I would hope she learned a lesson, and she did. Issa, you know, she's not in that place anymore where well, she cheated on Lawrence in the first season. It was vulnerability and emotional distress. She was upset and sad and just drained by Lawrence. They were not connecting. They were not clicking. She had a lot of reservations about him that he didn't know of. Um, he could feel them, but they never spoke on it, and that's what ultimately led her to cheat on him with the other dude, but anyway, fast forward to now. Han Molly, Molly is in. They they she goes. She goes to help homeboy move, and as you know, Molly's boyfriend lives with the guy Issa used to deal with. Uh so he move. He's moving. Issa comes over, and there's Molly and her man, the Chinese guy, and um, you know, they're, they're about to eat, and she's like, no, stay. Let's eat. Let's talk. Let's have a good time. So now everybody's they drinking, they are playing game, they are talking. And Molly sends a text to, to Issa by mistake which says, you see, I'm really trying with her. The text went to Issa. Issa reads it and says, I don't think that text was for me. Issa immediately leaves. Very tricky, very... And that, and that right there shows you how, like, women are just shitty to each other. Like, this is your best friend. And you're talking about her behind her back to a boyfriend that you just got with. I've been your friend for how long? Why couldn't you just tell, talk to me and keep it real? Now, women, you know, I know women are re- women are afraid of confrontation, even with each other. A woman will have something to say, and instead of straight out saying it, they'll hint at it. They'll poke at it, like, so you can just get the, get the hint. No, say that shit. Don't fucking sit there and leave little clues. You're leaving breadcrumbs for me to walk up and uh, eventually just find the gold. No, tell me out your fucking mouth as an adult What you want. Tell me, ask me a question as an adult what you want to know. Stop being a pussy. You're a grown woman. That was very childish of Molly. Molly's a shitty person, right? And Issa was wrong for leaving and it hurt her, you know? And you see at the conversation at the end where she's talking and and Molly just says, maybe we just, you know, we just growing apart. And I'm like, but y'all are friends. Like, it doesn't have to be this serious if y'all are friends. Friends can distance themselves from each other. But when we come together, we always go be friends. That's men. Now, men, I have friends I don't speak to every day. Women talk to their friends every day. Text them, call them. They jones with them, with their friends every day. Men, man, unless I'm trying to see something or I'm looking for you or whatever, I need some information or I want to know something. I don't hit my friends up every day. Not every day. Every day? No. That's men. I don't speak to my boys every day. But if I ever see them in the street and that nigga go somewhere and I ain't got nothing to do, I'm going to go with him because that's my boy. Fuck it. Y'all go with you. And it's never like, no, 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 bro, don't come. No, nah, that's my nigga. So, we, I'm, yeah, I'm going with you. Fuck it. Let's go. All right, bet. Pull up. But with women, it's not the same. Like, men don't invest emotions in our friendships. We in, we, we, we're we more so built on trust. I could, Can I tell you something and I don't got to worry about you telling my business? And we don't even think like that. Like, women are like that. They won't tell their friends shit because they are afraid of judgment from their friends. But your friends are supposed to be the the ones that judge you. Your friends are the ones supposed to be the the most most truthful with you. You know, I, I tell you like this. I learned this a long time ago from my female friends. They will only tell you what they want you to know. They will never tell you the part that makes them look away. Like, for example, if a girl calls me for man advice... She'll give me the scenario and completely leave out her part. So this is what happened. Boom, boom, boom. He did this. What you think? And I'm like, that doesn't add up. Something missing. Something missing. You're not just going to sit here and tell me what he did and nothing you did. What did you do? Oh, well, I did. Oh well, that's why he did that. Huh? You know what the fuck is going on. You know you did wrong. Don't try to make it like he wrong. You wrong. So I always catch the bullshit in between it. Women don't really look for it. They're going to support their friend ride or die. Oh, he did what? Don't matter what she did. He did this. And that's how she feels, so I'm riding with her. She's not going to check up being be like, you might be wrong right here. And if she is, that'll break up their friendship. Shit like that will break up a friendship. A disagreement will break up a female friendship. You were supposed you my friend. You look at, listen, you wrong. I can't tell you, you you was wrong. Nah, fuck that. I don't fuck with her no more. Why, what happened? Nah, it's just a little stupid shit. It be shit like that. A disagreement. You was bugging and she checked you on it and you didn't like it. You wanted her to have your back blindly. No, support me blind. You my friend. All right, your friend's supposed to keep it real with you though. So when Molly comes out and says, I think we grown apart. I just think we not, you know, it hurt Issa. And it's like, Issa, you can't be hurt by that because it's obvious you and Molly are in two different places in your lives right now. Molly changed ever since she got that new job. That was the change. When Issa lost, quit her job and went into her own little thing. That was kind of what like separated them and their lives went different. Molly was spent single all this time. Molly never had no dude. She had a dude she dealt with, the married nigga, but that wasn't, you know, that wasn't a relationship. She was a side bitch. And Issa was kind of like, yo, you know, you, you a side. Like, they, they argued about that. But now that Molly's in a relationship and Issa's kind of like trying to figure it out, they don't really mesh, mesh right now. There's a lot of subliminal shots being shown, thrown, and they're taking little hits at each other. And that's just some shit women do sometimes. They don't talk. They just, like, they dig at each other out of pettiness. And there's lack of communication. And this is why I say women that don't have long-lasting friendships are shitty girlfriends. You don't even know how to be a friend. So how are you going to be a girlfriend? You don't have any friends. Like, I don't really trust girls that don't have no long-lasting relationship. You don't have friends you had since high school. You don't have friends you has in like junior high childhood the neighborhood none of them all your friends are from work all your friends are from school like college where's your childhood friends where's your friends you that know you for real that really was there around before you became this adult woman that everybody has to see and respect you know what i mean where's those friends that that, that were there for you from day one it's very few women that have those long-lasting friendships And it's because they treat their friendships like relationships. That woman is your friend, not your woman. So if she gets a boyfriend and she can't come out no more, why you don't fuck with her no more? If she has a child and she can't pop out to the club like she used to, why does that put a divide in your relationship and your friendship? If she makes new friends, why does that bother you? If she has other friends she hangs with from time to time, why does that make you upset? What is that? What the fuck is that? What is wrong with women? So territorial over people that are just like th- that woman is not your child. That is not your family, that is your friend. Women will really have a legit beef with a, a woman, one of their friends, their good friends, hanging with another group of women. That's an issue for them. Who gives a shit? She's still your friend. She can't be your friend. Only only your friend. Why don't you go make some fucking friends? Why don't you look inside yourself and wonder why the fuck do I feel this way about my friend? Like but anyway, off secure. I got free game this week. Ah, oh, alright. But that was insecure. Great episode. I don't know if that was the season finale or not. I hope not. But if it was, it was a good season. Good, great. Um now my free game today is ladies gotta stop choosing niggas. You know. And um it's it's become a thing now where women like to choose their men. Whereas traditionally, and I, I'm, not a, I'm not a traditionalist. I'm not sitting here saying, yo, ladies, gotta, I'm not telling y'all nothing. I'm just giving y'all my thoughts, okay? I hate arguing with people when I'm just giving my thoughts. These are not facts. These are my thoughts. This is what I think, okay? You don't have to agree. I'm not out here trying to make you agree with me. You can have a difference of opinion. I would actually rather it because that means I can I learn from you. So the more I can learn, the better information I can give back. So please don't take this personal don't take this as like, he's wrong. It's not about I'm me being wrong or right. It's what I think. I'm not trying to be wrong or right. I'm just giving you my thoughts. Now, I have to preface that before I go forward because this may get a little touchy. Now, as of late, this new generation of women have been choosing their men, meaning women will sit out and sort out who they want to be their significant other, who they want to deal with as a man, um... Who they want. And it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Ladies, you're taking away all the work a man's supposed to do to earn you. A man is supposed to earn a woman. But if you just come around and just give yourself to him, what is he earning? What work does he now have to put in to keep you now? If you gave me everything already. You chose me. You gave me the pussy right off rip. L- ladies, I want you all to understand. When you jump in a man's DM... Trying to bag him In a man's mind The first thing he says She wants to fuck me And he's right Because you wouldn't have reached out to him If you didn't want to fuck him What woman hits up a man to be his friend What man hits up a woman to be her friend Hey I just want to be your friend And hang out and watch you eat And and just watch you look nice all the time And never like you Never want to fuck you I just want to be your friend Unless he's gay You're out of your fucking mind No man approaches a woman With intentions to just be your friend Bitch Bitch What I gotta do to fuck you? Take you out to dinner, buy you flowers, be nice to you for a few weeks, few months, and then I get the pussy? Because that's what I'm trying to do. And in that process, if I end up liking you for real, we can date. But that doesn't happen often. You know why? Because now women choose their man. They will literally not fuck nobody until that nigga wants to fuck her. She will go to places he's at and hope he notices her. Grown ass women. Grown ass women. 30-something-year-old women waiting to be going outside and holding themselves for this nigga. No, and then the whole time a good man are coming to you and you dubbing them. Hey, how you doing, sweetheart? My name is Charles. I work at Wall Street. I'm a stockbroke. Oh, no, I'm cool. She will deadass dub that man for that ain't shit nigga over there that she likes because he got tattoos, muscles, and waves because she liked the way he dressed because she has heard about him. You will not... Because you think that's a good look for you. You get that nigga, bitches going to be like, oh, man, look at her. She got a good one. Oh, man, look at him. How she get him? Women is like a competition to get the best nigga possible for them. But what women don't understand is that all these niggas is not your speed. All these niggas is not for you. Every nigga ain't cool with you bagging him. Some niggas will just take the pussy and go. All right, peace. In your mind, you made a whole relationship with that dude, and he wanted none of it. That man is supposed to court you. That man is supposed to earn you. But y'all don't allow it. Women turn the men down constantly. Why? Why do you not give this man a chance? Oh, he's not my type. How do you know? You don't know him. All he did was come speak to you. I just looked at him. You don't know that man. You wrote him off, off nothing. You don't know him. But women lo- women love to date people they know from somewhere. They have to know of you in some way. Why is that? Why does every man you deal with have to have went to school with you, have to have worked with you, have to be a friend of a friend, have to be a nigga you follow already? Why does it have to be that? Why can't you not meet a complete stranger and give him a chance? Why can't you not meet somebody that is opposite from you and give them a chance? What can you learn from somebody you know? Oh, yeah, we used to go to school together, and you didn't date back then. What the fuck you want to date now for? What's different now? What changed? Because in high school, you didn't give a fuck about him. You knew who he was. You didn't want him. You remember him. He glowed up from high school, didn't he? Now you're like, oh, damn, that nigga Chuck got nice. He looked good. I'm going to go for him. No. No, no, get the fuck out of here. That's not real. Men, Women are not supposed to choose their man. You're supposed to. He's supposed to choose you. Now, listen to what I'm saying here. This is where it gets tricky. I'm not saying sit around and wait on no man. What I'm saying is make yourself available to the man you want. Meaning you gotta put in the work to attract the men you want. And it should not be a nigga you know from somewhere. No woman should ever be waiting around for one nigga. You should make yourself available if you're single, right? Women love to say I'm single, but if you're single, that means you have to be emotionally available too. Meaning there's not nobody that you want more than anybody else in this world. That means you're not available. If there's a person in this world that you're waiting for, if there's a person in this world that you would drop. Every nigga fall for him, you're not emotionally available. Your emotions are tied to someone, so you're not single. You're just not dating anybody. That's all that is. If you're tied emotionally to a man, you are not single. Hear me clearly with this. If there's a man you love still, while dating, you are not available. You are not single. If that man can call you and you will drop everything to go to him, you are not single. Emotionally, you are not available, so you are not single. Okay? Okay. Let a man earn you. And earn you means he has to put in the work. He has to come to you. He has to find you. Okay? All you got to do is make yourself available to be found. Meaning be social. If that's what you like to do. Meaning go places where you think they are good men. Okay? Men approach women all day long. Men go out with the intent of meeting women. That is a man's entire intent when he goes to these social gatherings. Birthday party, baby shower party. Party club, basketball, anything he does with his boys, if it's not a date and I'm out social, there's there's a 90% chance I'm out here looking for a woman. But that, it, it doesn't matter anymore because a man can't just bag a chick no more. Hey, what's up? My name is so-and-so, you know, I, I, I've i seen you from across the room. I just want to say you're beautiful. I would love to get to know you. Oh, no, I'm alright. And how your friend are like, bitch, what the fuck was that? Nah, I'm cool. Don't tell me you ain't for this nigga rail. Well, I mean, he called me yesterday. Are you stupid? Come on. And this is why y'all relationships don't work. And this is why shit y'all get end up getting hurt. Because that man never had to earn you. So all he had to do was tell you pull up, and every time he tell you pull up, you pull up. Never took you nowhere. Never spent no money on you. Never want to go nowhere with you. It's because he never had to. You never set it. You never set the precedent of how you want to be treated. You gave it away too fast. You you catered to him because you wanted him so bad, but he didn't really want you. You were just available and easy. And what man is not gonna take an easy challenge? What man don't like an easy an easy woman? Huh? You show me one man that a woman gonna throw pussy to when he gonna turn it down, especially if she attractive. Especially like, oh no, I fuck, all right, man, I, yeah, she alright. Damn, she came at me. Do you know how many women that I've met that bagged me? Bagged me. Like, I didn't even know this girl existed. She's in the DM. Hey, you look cute. Oh, so who the fuck is this? I meet her, be hang out, I fuck her. Never call her no more. I'm cool. You know why? Bitch, I didn't know you existed. I never even wanted you. And you came to me. You came to me with free shit. Hey, you want some pussy? Well, shit, uh. Huh. <laughs> sure. Sure, you look nice. What's your name again? Oh, yeah, I- I- I'll talk to you for two weeks till I get the pussy. Not really a fan of you like that. I don't really fuck with you like that, but you throwing it, so I'll catch it. Y'all are setting yourself up for failure. And then what women do is they, to keep this man, you go above and beyond your normal things you would do for a, a regular guy that bagged you. A regular guy that bags you can't ask you for money. A regular guy that bags you can't fucking uh uh ask you for gifts and things like that. No, but the nigga that you bagged. You'll do anything to keep because you bagged him. You wanted to work. So if this nigga, hey, you got $50. I got $50. Here's 100 Yo, you can give me these shoes. I'll get you those shoes. What do you need? What size? Yo, pull up tonight. I'll put up tonight. What time? It's like, damn. Where's the work that he has to do? What is he doing for you like that? So now you get further and further down the line. And women have this thing of dating potential. In her mind, he has potential to be my husband. In my mind, I have potential to start a family with that man. In your mind. This man has never expressed these things to you. He's never said to you, I want a family with you. He said, i love to have kids someday. Never said with you. i love to be married someday. Never said with you. You got to understand, men will do things to bide their time until something else better becomes available. Relationships are like jobs. I say this all the time. If you treat relationships like a job, you'll never get hurt. All right, well, got fired. Got to go back to the drawing board, put in my application. But let me build my resume, which means take my time, Get myself emotionally stable. Make sure I'm emotionally available. And this way, when the people do come to me and do approach me, I'm emotionally available and I can do, I can decide if I want to do that. Sometimes women waste their own time. You know you're not available, but the guy that you want is not available, so you will settle for some dude just to bide your time. But if that nigga ever calls or he ever changes his act and he ever hits you up like, yo, listen, I want to make it work, she will drop whoever she's with to go with that guy. Because that is who she really wanted. But ladies, you got to stop picking your men. Stop. It's not for you. That is not the way it works. A man has to choose his woman. When you watch Cinderella, the man came and took Cinderella. She was a dirty housemaid. Cinderella was a bum. But the prince was like, nah, she's fire. I'll make that bitch a queen. And that's what happened. Snow White, same shit. The man had to come get her. And then they got married and it was happily ever after. You wonder why? Because that's how it used to work. I don't know where the fuck y'all, how y'all was raised. I don't know what the, if the internet did it. I don't know what the fuck it is. But shit got backwards and that is why this shit is fucked up now. These niggas is bitches because y'all women is niggas. That's exactly what, oh, these niggas is the new bitches. Yeah, because you a whole nigga now. Y'all, know, y'all don't know how to let a nigga just lead. Some of y'all, I'm going to say all, some of y'all. Y'all don't know how, some of y'all don't know how to just let a man be a man. Meaning, I have to hold open doors for you. I have to walk on the correct side of the street. I have to show you manners. I have to pay the bill at the dinner. I have to do that. And it's not about if you can do it. I know you got money, bitch. But I'm a man. Let me court you properly. Let me be a gentleman to you. Y'all take that away and then ask where chivalry is. You fucking bitches killed it. You killed it with your independence. I got my own money. I don't give a fuck if you got your own money. I know you got your own money. That's great. But I'm a man and I got to do things for you as a man. I know you can open your own fucking door, but I'm a man. That is the things a man is supposed to do. Date your fucking self, then. If you're so independent, women be too independent for a man to make his way in. And it makes it you harder to approach. A-, a man can look at you and say, oh, no, nah, she would have been stuck up independent. I got everything, bitches. I don't want to fuck with that. Because the first thing she's going to do is throw on her face how independent she is. Nigga, I don't need you. I-, I never said you needed me. I'm better off without you. Okay, so then go be by yourself now. You better without me. Okay, so what are we doing? Like, you trying to hurt me? I know you got money. I know you work. I'm glad you're an independent woman. I'm glad you don't need me. You're not supposed to need me. You're an adult. Women be wanting credit for shit they supposed to do. Bitch, you're supposed to have a job. You're supposed to have money. You're supposed to have your shit together. What do you think this is, 1930? Women went for, went for equal rights for this reason. There was a time women couldn't work. There was a time women had to be housewives, barefoot and pregnant. We passed that. So now that we passed that and we are all equals, let's come together and be a superpower. That's all I got for this week. All right? That's all I got. I'll be back on Thursday. I love everybody. Salute to all the beautiful black women also. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Sorry that some of y'all get mistreated by some of these ain't shit niggas. But it is what it is. You got to have better judge of character. And when you develop that, you're unstoppable. This is episode 135. I love everybody. See y'all on Thursday. Peace.